Before we dive into this episode, I want you to think about what it would feel like to have your dream clients begging to work with you. Your DMs are flooding with inquiries, emails are pouring in, and your past clients are sending over all of their friends to work with you. Trust me, babe, you've been putting in the work, investing in your education, and reaching new levels in your self-development and skills. I see you. But do your dream clients actually see you online? I have a handful of intuitive content coaching calls available and would love the opportunity to help you shine online. Check out kianamarie.com slash connect to learn more. Together, we work closely to generate a ton of content for your business, not just trends, but genuine content that feels true to you and your business. From my kitchen table to yours, we come up with a content plan flooded with behind the scenes clips, client experience, and upcoming events. You are a big deal, my love. We just need more people to know about you. Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. Before I moved to Arizona, I was nervous about making friends, but to be honest, I was even more terrified of stepping on anyone's toes in the desert. Just like any saturated market in any new city, moving somewhere to begin a business in a new location can be really, really scary. Years ago, I hit the jackpot when I attended Show at United, which was once an annual photography conference here in Tempe, Arizona. I met a handful of friends that are still my photo besties today. For today's episode, I have the honor of introducing you to an incredible photographer, business educator, and wonderful mother, one of the sweetest souls that welcomed me to the desert and welcomes you to pursue your photography dreams too. We'll be sharing controversial opinions in the photo industry about niching down, creating lasting impressions and incredible experiences for your clients, and stepping into new offers and education. If you're not a photographer, don't even worry, stick around because Christine will be dropping lots of mic drop moments for client experience and retaining repeat clients year after year. I'm honored to welcome Christine Deaton to Keanu Murray Weekly. Christine is a published and award-winning lifestyle and family photographer, creating the most gorgeous, love-soaked editorial photography in the Scottsdale, Arizona area and beyond. She's taken her passion for photographing milestones for families and now offers editing courses, mentoring, and so much more. Christine has a beautiful heart loves to dance, always has a smile on her face, and truly makes you feel loved and welcome just being in her presence. With a warm welcome, please welcome Christine Deaton. Welcome to Keanu Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins, big or small, by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. All right. All right. Welcome to the party, Christine. I'm so, Yay, so I'm grateful. so excited to be here. Thank you. We're going to have so much fun. Oh my gosh. One of my favorite memories of you, because I've I've known you for years, um, attending the different uh, Spark or actually the United events for years with Show It. And one of my favorite memories of you, Christine, is actually at one of the rodeo parties and you just totally killing it on the dance floor in your cowboy boots, line dancing. And I just remember thinking... But I remember thinking like, that's my girl. Like, I freaking love you. You're so fun. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I really like to dance. And, um, you know, we don't get to do it that often. So like, why not just go out there and have a good time? Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, that is just a little intro to your personality. I feel like we (laughs) are made of a lot of the same fabric. So let's just dive right into these questions. Let's go. So as a lifestyle photographer and educator, I'd love to hear more about your thoughts around niching down. These days, so many industry leaders are pushing us to focus and laser focus our offers. But honestly, I truly admire your business plan of offering a more well-rounded lifestyle experience. 
So if you could please dive into why you love to offer portraits for maternity sessions, newborns, and family photography. Let's dive into that. Yeah, for sure. Um, It's funny because when I first started as a photographer, I actually studied or assisted under a senior photographer. And so I learned a lot about high school senior sessions and what that looked like and posing for a solo person. And then when I decided to go out on my own, it kind of happened by accident that I photographed a family friend as their family. And I just loved the experience. And I have a family myself. And so it was very familiar and my family was young at the time. And I just really wanted to serve families and I loved it. And then over time, I kind of evolved even more and really wanted to open up specifically to maternity and newborn along with family. And I just think there's pros and cons to both. I think it's really important to just photograph what makes you happy. You know, like if you're going to go out and do this every day and take time away from your family, time away from your personal life, you better love what you're doing and you don't want to get bored. You don't want to resent your clients. You want to have a good time. And the more that you love what you're photographing, the better you're going to be at it because you're going to be passionate about serving those clients. So yeah, I have, I think there's pros and cons. Like if, if I was serving just high school seniors, for example, I feel like it would be much easier to onboard. I'd only have like one onboarding workflow, um, because I'm only serving one client, but with serving like a maternity newborn family session, the style guides I'm sending the onboarding questionnaires, the email reminders, all of those things have different workflows because they have different needs. The things I need to tell a new mom who's bringing in a newborn are way different than the things I have to tell um, a mom who is coming with just her husband because she's pregnant or a mom who's bringing four kids between the ages of 12 and eight, you know, and her husband to a session. It's just different. So it creates a little bit more work on my end. But again, like I love it. One of the pros of it is that I never get bored. I always have something different kind of coming up. So it's never like I've been photographing these newborns over and over and over and I'm getting bored. Like I would like to have something different. I want to change it up. I don't have to worry about that. I love that so much. So not only for the variety for yourself, like staying on your toes and, you know, you could totally niche that down into one one lump sum of family milestones, right? Like it really is just one service that you're providing, you know, showing up, you're making your clients feel comfortable and giving them something to look forward to. But I also love, and this is why this is really important to bring this up now, especially for a lot of photographers listening is when you have that variety, you're not stuck only offering those things, right? Like, so like, just for example, like even like getting through COVID or getting through these pandemics or these unforeseen circumstances, you can actually lean on different seasons, different things that you're available for, right? Because I mean, I mean, you have your high school senior seasons, you have your busy mini session seasons for families, like you just can, you can lean on those different niches or niches (laughs) throughout the year. And I just think that's beautiful. I love it. And I feel like You were saying like there's different seasons for everything. And one of the things that was really hard for me having my own family to work with is like in the holiday season, I was slammed and I was no fun. And I felt a lot of pressure to like meet my financial business goals in this condensed amount of time when I also wanted to like have relaxing, fun holiday time with my own family. And so to be able to find niches that are more year round and that have different seasons um, was really helpful to my business side of things. Having kind of like, I love because I want to serve anyone who values photography, who values having photos of the people they love. So whatever you call family, like I want to photograph that. Ooh, I love that too. Cause it could just be me and my dog, <laughs> right? Like just totally. families. Yeah, totally. Yes. Yes. I love that. Well, we are like in the thick right now of mini sessions and last minute family holiday photos. And so I would love to know from you, like when this busy season rolls around and, and we go to these locations and I know both, both you and I are in the desert, right? We're here in the Scottsdale, Phoenix, Mesa area. And we see dozens and dozens of photographers like out just doing their thing. And, and I actually will see them And I'll smile at the cute families, you know, they're there for picture day and I'll say, oh, happy picture day, you know, and they smile as they're kind of walking by or I tell the moms how beautiful they look. Obviously, they put everything into the shoot with on them. Right. And so I make sure I'm complimenting the moms. But I want to ask you, though, 
for someone who may just be starting with photography, it could be a little bit discouraging to see so many photographers offering absolutely the same thing in your like in your hometown. So how do you stay grounded and market yourself to stand out from other photographers? So the first thing I want to say is we all start somewhere. Like I'm telling my son this right now, he is, has his permit and he, when we're out there driving and he's just like, I'm nervous. Like, how am I going to, and I'm just like every single one of these drivers was 16 months. They all had to figure it out. Like you'll get there too. And the same thing goes with photography. Like I was a newbie once I was going out in the desert being like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know if this is going to be good. Like, I just got to figure this out. I'm, I've been practicing. So I was there one time too. So the first thing I would say is remember that we all started there and make friends, make friends, make friends. Like making industry friends is so rewarding in so many ways. First of all, running into them on location is the best. It is <laughs> so much fun. Like I love to try and get behind the scenes for my photographer friends when I see them on location, like they don't even see me. And I'm just like, I'm going to get this video of them working. And then I'm going to send it to them later because it would, those totally make their day. And they're like in their element doing their thing. Like that's my favorite running into friends. I know it can feel intimidating. I feel like the photography industries really swung in such a positive direction. Everyone's a lot more open. And I'm not telling you any of my secrets or my spots and stay away from me. And I don't want friends that's fine. They're, they don't have to be for you. But I would say like 90% of the people I run into are like, yeah, let's be friends. I'll follow you on Instagram or like, let me see your work. So that's the first thing is make friends because it feels less lonely. It feels less isolating. And it's so fun to run into them on location. Um, you'll realize when you talk to those friends that they're experiencing the same things as you, you'll be like, I had this client ghost me, or I had this other thing happen, or I panicked because my camera was like glitching on me, or I couldn't get the right light at this location. And they'll be like, oh, me too. I've had this problem. And they might share ways that they've resolved it, or you can just, you know, commiserate together. (laughs) Either way, (laughs) it feels better. And my other big tip about staying grounded, don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Don't worry that like their clients dress better or they have the better spot at that location or you've seen their work and they're so much better than you are. First of all, there's someone out there saying that about your work. Um, and we all just keep like ratcheting up the ladder of ourselves and we don't need to worry about what everyone else is doing because if you get in your head too much, you're going to psych yourself out and it's like, you're going to have a missed opportunity. I just think focus on your work. So when I go to a session, I'm like, what did I learn from the last session I just edited that I can improve on for this family and for this session? Because there is always something, even now today, I will get intimidated with myself. I think there's ebbs and flows of your confidence in your work, especially when you're in a creative industry and you feel like an artist. You're, we're the biggest, our own worst critics, right? Like we're always harshing on our own vibes. We're just like kind of giving ourselves a hard time and really critiquing and overthinking. Anytime I have a session that I've been stressed out about and I share it with like my husband or even the client for that session and I hand it off and I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't feel like it was my best. They're like, this is amazing. It's a beautiful, I'm blowing this up in my house. And you're just like, wait, what? You love it? Like, I was really nervous. It's just, you know, we are our own worst critics. So yeah, make friends and be your own competition. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing because you will continue to grow. Like when I look at my work, even a year ago, I'm like, yikes. Like we could just keep growing. Yes. Oh my gosh. These are incredible tips. And I'm so happy you shared those because I feel like that can be really intimidating in itself, right? Is like, oh gosh, like there are so many things we get kind of, I call it doom scrolling when we're on social media and we're comparing ourselves to others thinking, oh my gosh. And, and I will tell you like being a lifestyle portrait photographer for gosh, 15 to 20 years now, I still have families that will roll up in jeans and shoes that don't match, like don't match like the family cohesively, right? Or dads that wear baseball hats and, you know, all these things that as a photographer, of course, like I wish I could change, but I tell you what, like these families come back to me every single year and they tell their friends. So it may not be this like, 
anthropology looking like, you know, just like, wow, this is a super luxury photo shoot. That, but they literally pay my bills and they fill my cup. So if anybody is listening and thinking like, gosh, I'm comparing myself to all these other photographers or these models, like there may also be getting families that dress differently, but they're serving them with the biggest heart. And that's what matters. Oh my gosh. So let's dive in a little bit deeper. I would love to hear what you're doing on these photo shoots or part of your client experience that really makes people trust you and love you. And I know you are always posting repeat clients, right? So families that are coming back to you throughout their entire, like, you know, their, their maternity, their newborn, their family sessions, and then their holidays every year. I mean, this is amazing. So tell us what you're doing to make people just fall in love with you, Christine. Well, that's one thing I'm really, really proud of in my business, um, is just the client experience because that's so much of the feedback that I get back from my clients. And I think that's so important because you want people to feel loved, safe, and appreciated. And like, if you can make your clients feel those three things, they are going to come back. So things that I hear from my clients, even before our session ends, like before we're giving our goodbye hugs and taking my goodbye selfie, the things that my clients are telling me are that was the easiest session ever. Um, that went by so quickly. Um, I've never felt more confident. My husband said that was the most pain-free photo shoot we've ever done as a family. My kids said, you're the most fun. Like those things make me so happy because it's already like, it almost gets me choked up just to think about it. But like as a mom myself, photos are so important and so special. They're literally like all I have left of my little tiny babies. Like I look at my teenage boys now and I can see their little like five-year-old faces in their big man faces now. <laughs> and it like breaks my heart. And I just want to like still smush those tiny chubby cheeks, you know, but like they're not there anymore, but I have these beautiful photos I can look back on. And I've used my photos to make albums for my children. And even to this day, like my 13 year old will pull out his baby album and be like, look through this with me. And he'll want to like sit and look at his baby pictures. And he'll ask me questions. Tell me a story. Tell me a funny story from when I was a baby. Tell me what it was like when you're pregnant. Like he wants to know how I felt about him at different stages of life. Cause he can't remember. And I just think it's so much pressure for moms. Like they want it so bad and they want to capture and like encapsulate the feeling and connection that they have with their family and each member individually. And they put in so much effort and work in the clothes, in the prep and all this stuff. And then to have your family show up and just be like, I don't want to do this. Is this almost over? Like annoyed. I don't want to hug the person next to me. Like that just feels really defeating. And it just like breaks my mom heart. So I want the experience to be as positive as possible for everyone so that mom can like be like, wow, that was all the things I wanted it to be. Like everyone loved each other for a whole 60 minutes and it was so much fun. And um, we can leave and not be like angry or stressed out. You know, we can like enjoy the rest of the day. So I think the three things that I do to really help, you know, make this possible for my families. There's actually four. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Four things. The first thing I do is the way that I prep my families. So in my workflow, on my onboarding workflow, I have um, the way I set up my emails to go out to my clients to prep them for their sessions. Um, just a little information like where we're meeting, what time we're meeting, why it's important to meet at that time, because I work with natural light and we don't want to be late and you know look for scheduling with traffic and all the things. Remember, and I send out an email of, like a week before. And I'm like, does anyone need a haircut? Does anyone need this, that? Like, let's remember these things because now we're a week out, you know? And then the day of, I or the day before I send a reminder of like, do we need snacks in the car? Do we need water bottles? Do we need toys that are going to make someone happy? Like all these little details along the way, I'm like holding their hand and walking them closer and closer to our session date. Um, and all along, they have their style guide that really walks through what every family member at every age should be wearing and how, you know, to, to coordinate all of that. I always invite the lead from any family to text me prior, like pictures of their wardrobe. Um, so we can coordinate together if they're, if they're worried or have questions about things. So really just like handholding them all the way up to their session. So they know what to expect. And in that very last email that I sent my clients 24 hours before their session, the whole emails vibe is just do not stress. Something's going to happen tomorrow. That's going to throw you off your game. 
Your makeup's not going to come out the way you wanted it to. A kid isn't going to let you brush their hair. Someone's going to refuse to put on the shoes that you bought. Like something's going to happen and it will all be okay. Like you're still going to have beautiful pictures because I'm going to take care of you. All you have to do is get to our location and we will figure it out. And even this year, I had a mom show up on location, her, her husband, and her daughter, flawless, gorgeous, matched. Her six-year-old was in like a Tonka truck shirt and he refused to change. And she's just like, it wasn't worth fighting. Like he's wearing this. And I was like, do not worry. So at first I was like, let's see what his shirt looks like backwards. And we put it on backwards because it was playing on the back and he was down with that, but you could tell it was backwards. It didn't look great. So I was like, okay, turn it back around. So I just decided internally, I was going to edit as many of their pictures as possible to make his shirt plain. And so I posed them in ways like I made him get on dad's back. So like his chest was completely covered. So you couldn't see him. Um, I had him hugging mom front to front and looking at the camera sideways. So you couldn't see it. But then when I posed them as a family for facing the camera, I just said, okay, shirt to make sure nothing was covering it or weird. And she was so grateful. And it was like, their session ran so much smoother because we just let him lead. We said, we're not going to fight him. We're going to make it work. And it was helpful. Even mom was like, you know what? This is the season he's in as a six-year-old and we're just going to embrace it. And this is, we'll laugh at it one day that he had this outfit on and the rest of us looked great, you know? And I'm like, that is so the way to go. So just supporting your families, walking them along the way. Um, And then really quick, when I'm in session, I love to compliment my families on their wardrobe as soon as they show up, even if it's not according to my style guide, like you mentioned coming in with baseball caps or jeans that aren't, isn't like a dressed up jean or sneakers that don't match and are dirty and dusty. Like, you know what? You guys look amazing. We're going to take such great photos today. I can't wait to capture, you know, your relationships because they think they look good. Like, even if it's not to your style guide, they would have never shown up and paid for pictures if they thought they didn't look good. And just always love to show them the back of the camera after the first couple minutes. As soon as I know I nailed like a flattering shot of anyone, it could be just one person or it could be the whole group. I show everyone. I'm like, look at how good you guys look. And then they're like, oh, wow. Like it does look good, you know, but I always make sure it's a shot that's like impressive and flattering um, because you don't want to scare anyone. If you're just like, well, I know I can make this look better in post. Don't show that one. (laughs) Show the one that's like already like, I don't really need to do anything to this. And then um, my third thing is I'm never afraid to like totally take control and just say, hey, we're going to stop for a second. I'm going to analyze the light. I want to like really contemplate some different posing. And then when I get them in their pose, I'm like, I'm fixing this piece of hair. I want you to turn your chin just like this. I want you to come down. I'm going to, I want you to do this with your fingers. And I'm going to like, I will get in there and like tell them every single little thing. And that gives them so much confidence because they're like, whoa, she's not missing a detail. So I think hand-holding, complimenting them when they show up, showing the back of the camera and doing all the details. They're like full of so much confidence. I love that so much. I'm literally like, because I'm such a visual person, I'm like pretending that you're photographing me right now. Like, oh my gosh, like what a breath of fresh air to know that they're taken care of and that they're really in good hands before they even show up. And that's always been my thing too, is like, please don't stress the fact that everybody is here at this one location, we're going to capture the magic. And I think when people have confidence in you as a photographer, that's when their confidence starts to rise, right? Like they feel like they're in good hands and you're going to make them look good, feel good. And they're going to be so excited to see the photos. And I feel like just because I know you personally, like I feel like you're already making that fun shoot like a timestamp for these moms that are just desperate to capture, like you mentioned, like capture their the sweetness and just the love of their family. And when you don't treat it like, okay, we're just going to dress in plaid and meet up in the desert and take pictures, right? When it doesn't look just like a photo shoot, it actually feels like a fun experience for these young families. Then the photos are just bonus. Like the photos are like, oh, wait, like, oh, I forgot we're actually getting pictures because I had such a great time. It was so painless and easy and actually fun. Like, I love that you're creating that space and that just memory for your families. And I do, I try and, I try and, you know, think about the age groups that I'm working with, especially with the kids, because I can work with 
anything from like, I can have a toddler in front of me. And the next session I could have college kids with their parents because they're home, you know, for the holidays. And it's just like, obviously you're going to approach a toddler and a college age kid differently. And their relationship with their parents is different, but um, just coming up with like little silly things, like let's not tell mom what we did last night to the college kids or, you know, and then the little kids, it's like, who's the stinkiest one in the house, you know, let's tickle them. And, you know, so it's just, yeah, making it an experience for sure. I love that so much. And, uh, and I just, let's tap into, I feel like you are just this wealth of knowledge and now you are starting to offer more education. And I feel like you are just a natural born leader and sharer and coach and teacher. So maybe overshare. Yes. <laughs> That's I me talk too. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You're in definitely a safe space because I'm the same way. <laughs> I love. I always say, sorry, this might like this. You may not have asked for this advice, but I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> 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 so many of us may be tapping into education, right? And so we're going to start offering these things. We're trying to tap into new streams of income and different opportunities. And so I would love to hear from you. At what point did you have to reach where you felt comfortable starting to actually share your knowledge and share your education? What kind of shifted for you to become that photography coach? Yeah, I feel like like the initial kind of push was honestly just getting other photographers in my DMs and saying like, hey, do you have a preset that you sell? Hey, do you ever do workshops? Um, would you be willing to, you know, tell me X, Y, and Z, or how did you set up your business? A lot of things I would normally answer in what I call a one-on-one -on -one mentor session now um, were things I was kind of doing at the time. Um, so in the beginning, you know, I was getting these DMs and if it was something easy that I could answer in like one or two sentences, I'll just tell you the answer. You know, if someone's just like, Hey, where did you get that dress for your client closet? Girl, I'm going to send you the link. I don't care. Like you can do the same thing. But then if it became a more complex question of like, how did you set up your business legally? I'm like, okay, that's going to like take us 30 minutes to talk about minimum. So we should probably schedule a chat and like, I can like bullet point how I did it and talk about that kind of stuff. Or, um, how do you do your marketing? Well, I mean, again, like I could say I use Canva, um, yeah. <laughs> that's like an easy, you know, but it's just like, that could become a longer conversation. So, um, when it came down to these are going to become longer conversations, I thought I should offer just like one-on-one -on -one mentoring. Um, so that's kind of where it started. I was doing one-on-one -on -one mentoring a lot. And then the mentoring started turning into, I want to edit like you. There was a lot of like, how are you getting these colors in the desert? How are your clients' skin tones looking like this? How are you getting kind of this finish on your photos? And that is for sure a longer conversation. And so after working with some mentees on the editing, I decided, you know what? This is like a very repetitive type of thing to teach. And so I, and I wanted to release my presets. I should back up a little bit. Okay. So I got asked a lot for my preset. I had created my own personal preset. And so I knew from trial and error that releasing just a preset isn't ever enough. Like, I can't tell you how many presets I bought. And I'm just like, that didn't do what I thought it was going to do. Like, I just wasted a hundred bucks or 150 or 200 or 250. Like I've bought presets, you know, yeah. I'm like, that's not working. Um, so I knew when I wanted to release my preset that it needed to come with an editing course so that you got the big picture. So, because we don't always all shoot in our camera the same. And so the way you're going to manipulate your photos in editing, um, is going to vary. And I wanted you to have all the tools and know how to manipulate the preset to work for you so that you could create a signature style. So that kind of birthed my presets and editing course, but yeah, that's kind of how I jumped into education, but education is a full-time job on top of being a photographer. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where I feel like for me, they're both a priority, but I'm not chasing education with my marketing. If it comes to me, if photographers say, I want to do one-on-one -on -one mentoring, I want to learn your editing style, I am here for you. And I will a hundred percent pour into you. And I am involved in my student community, um, in our Facebook group, like my students, if I learn anything new, I'm immediately in our Facebook group and I'm like, you guys, I'm posting a small tutorial. I just learned this new thing. I have to share it with you. And I think that's another reason why I loved getting into education and becoming um, a photography educator because I couldn't keep it to myself. I was like, I want to share all of these things. I love learning and I want to share as soon as I know a new thing. I'm like, oh, I got to tell you this new thing. So that's kind of how I started. 
I love that. And you know what? I feel like this needs to kind of like a rewind really fast to just kind of paint this picture for anyone listening. When you'll know when it's time to start offering education, when people are literally in your DMs asking you, right? Like you literally have to walk the talk. You have to live by example and go out and chase those really big dreams and build a business and a lifestyle that you love. And people will ask questions like people, people are nosy and they want to know these things. And so if you're out there living it, of course, it's going to be so much easier for them to just directly ask you. And then I love how you mentioned how you did the work, right? You took a lot of time to truly curate this incredible editing course and perfect your presets and all the back end stuff that needed to happen. So when people did say, hey, I need help. Great. I got you. I already have this workflow in place. And I think that's incredible. Yeah. Before I was a full-time photographer, I kind of like dipped my toe into photography at first. And I told you, I assisted with a senior photographer and I was her full-time editor. And then I started picking up other professional photographers as their personal editors too. So I had a boutique editing business before I even decided, no, I want these to be my clients and I want to have the creative direction and I want to have my own editing style. And so I edited for a dozen photographers in the U S and Canada and before I decided to become a photographer. So I was very well-versed in the editing world. And so when I decided to sell my preset editing course, I was like, this is a no brainer. That's amazing. And I love that. That's just another, like another little timeline checkpoint for you where this magic wouldn't have really happened unless you had experienced that. Right. Totally. So I just, ah, oh, that's just so much fun. I love that. So let me ask you, Christine, um, speaking of coaches, uh, did you invest in coaches and mentors yourself? Do you have any workshops that you highly recommend or what advice would you give to someone that is looking for a good mentor? 100% you should invest in mentoring, workshops, continued education. It wasn't until I started doing that that I actually knew, very stagnant. And I was always that person was like, I can figure it out on my own. If I watch enough YouTube videos, if I do this, if I do that, I'll figure it out. Well, yes, you could do it that way. It's going to take you a very long time. And there's going to be a lot of trial and error. And as soon as I got fed up with that, and I was just like, I want to grow now. I'm tired of like wading through the weeds to figure out if I'm getting this right. And I invested in education and I went to workshops. Holy cow. Like I was legit. Like I became a professional full-time photographer. It happened like that. Um, so I tell people all the time, and especially even when students contact me and they say, I'm really interested. I just don't know if this is how I should invest. I'm like, look, I don't want you to do this unless you know this is for you. But I will tell you from experience, whether it's me or another educator, you will grow exponentially when you invest in your education. Like to me, it's a no brainer. I have, I last year, I don't even, I don't even know if I should tell you, but it was in the five figures I invested in education and mentors because I knew that that money was coming back to me because as soon as I do those things, I get better and I've never looked back since. So for sure. I love, like you said, we met at the United slash now spark, wait, spark slash now United. I can't remember yes. which way it goes. It's spark now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Spark. So we met at first at United where, and it was just a photography conference and now it's spark, which is more of a creative business conference, which I love because it's so great for networking. And you learn so much more because other industries do things different that can still apply to us. And you still meet tons of photographers. So I love going to spark every year. Um, and it's local for us, which is super helpful. In January this year, I'm headed to the East Coast. I'm going to be mentoring under a newborn photographer so that I can continue to specialize in my newborn work. I've done online mentoring with just like a business mentor who helped me with my education offerings, who wasn't a photographer at all, but really just specialized in education. I mean, it's never ending. I'm always out there looking. And I know all of us do this. I know people are doing it to me and I'm doing it to other people. We're always like, hiding in the wings, watching and seeing what other people are doing. And then we think, yeah, I definitely want to do that. And that's when you jump in their DM or you go to their website and you say, I want to learn from you. Like you've made it official. Like you've done enough to show me, I want what you've got and I'm ready to work with you. I do it all the time. And there's no way I would end a year 
in my business without having invested in education in at least two different places. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I love how you mentioned kind of a mix, right? So you had like the business mentoring for your business and like education and um, coaching, mentoring, all that stuff where you are in alignment now moving forward, but then also totally sharpening your craft and sharpening your toolkit um, for your newborn photography. Like this is such a beautiful thing. And I think I think sometimes like, and I'm happy you mentioned this too, because I can relate to that when I was that like, what do you call that? The university of YouTube, right? Like I just, I tried to figure out everything on my own and I was really scrappy and I really didn't have a lot of the extra funds to put towards my education 10, 15 years ago. And now flash forward and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, that workshop or that event's only $2,000, but I have to fly to Dallas or I have to fly to, right, to Austin to do this. Like we're lucky. A lot of stuff luckily happens here in the Phoenix area. But I mean, we just throw money out because we know the return that we're going to get. And and it's not just the how to take better pictures, right? It's not the just like what workflows and systems are they using? We can figure that out. But I've noticed that when I do invest in myself, I always leave a completely different person. Absolutely. And the boost in confidence is huge. Like, first of all, you make friends, which is like in the industry, so important. Like we talked about earlier, you make friends and then you have such a confidence boost. Like even if I invested, which I've done this, I've gone and invested in like a styled shoot, let's say, and I'll be there shooting. And just in the shoot, maybe I don't learn anything new. Maybe I think I could have done this myself, but one thing I learn is like, oh, the person to my right and the person to my left aren't doing it any better or they're doing it exactly the same, that at least solidifies like I'm doing it right or I'm not behind the eight ball. Or if I look to my right and left and they're doing it better or you know what, then I'm going to learn from them. So no matter what, you're gaining something, you know? And I think that's always helped me so much. I can't tell you the number of times I've been like stepped into a room and thought, I'm going to be the least talented here, or I'm going to be the least experienced here. And then leaving and being like, oh no, I'm actually good. That changes everything when you're a creative entrepreneur. You're just like, okay, I'm I'm not that bad. Like I got this. Yes, that validation is everything. I I remember years ago I attended the Amy and Jordan workshop. It was like a wedding workshop here in Scottsdale. And don't get me wrong, like I learned a ton about client experience and even their like closing details when it came to like um your like client consultations. Like whoa, like mind blowing phrases and key points that I learned from them, but you're absolutely right. Just being in the room with them and dozens of photographers from around the country, because they had a lot of people come from all over. And same thing. I remember thinking I belong here. Like if I ever once doubted that I was not qualified, I wasn't smart enough. I wasn't creative enough to be a wedding photographer. Like I left there being like, this is where I'm supposed to be. And sometimes we need to pay for that. Like sometimes we need to put ourselves in these rooms just for that kind of like ego boost really and confidence boost. Well, I would love to know too, before we get into um, more about your like content photos and your branding photos, I feel like you've shared so much. I kind of skipped over this question. I want to go back and ask you, yeah, that's good. <laughs> but what advice would you give to a photographer or a business owner where the bookings seem low? And I don't know about you. I know a lot of us are in a whole bunch of different like photography, Facebook groups and stuff. And I would say in general across the country, right? I mean, photography is a luxury. We know that. Um, although you and I both agree that it's a necessity. Yes. <laughs> like we need these family heirlooms. Listen, everybody has different priorities. Some people are like, I don't want to cook and I'm going to eat out all the time. Like that's where they're going to put their money. Other people are like, you know, I have to have the nicest car. I'm driving a 10 year old car. Like that doesn't bother me. Yes. So we yes. all have our priorities. We have our priorities. And, but I do think as a whole, there are a lot of, like, there's a lot of panic going on. Like bookings are low and people are being a little more um, cautious with their spending. Right. So what advice, and personally, before I even ask you, I just want to share, like, I don't think photography is going anywhere. Like, I think. No, I totally I agree. Right. Like the idea of capturing your family, capturing your milestones, like weddings will forever be about two souls, 
you know, committing to each other. So it doesn't matter if it's just the two humans getting married and then you as a photographer, like there's all, it's like a birthright. Like it's always going to happen. People are constantly evolving and having babies. Like I can go on and on about how these family milestones are just, they're not going anywhere. But what advice would you give to someone that maybe keeps getting ghosted or their bookings just aren't coming in like they used to? What type of marketing advice would you like to share right now that we can do today to kind of drum up some business for us? Well, the first thing I would say is ghosting is very real and it happens at every level of photography business. So whether you're a luxury wedding photographer and you're charging $20,000 for a wedding or you're a newbie and you're charging a hundred bucks for a family session, you can get ghosted and it's going to happen a lot. Um, It's just part of doing business. Um, It mostly happens when people either find pricing or they just... I know even for me, when I go to book, I'm reaching out to multiple um, photographers and I'm just kind of getting more information and I'm going to start leaning in one direction or another. Um, I know because I'm a photographer myself and because I work in the service industry, I'm always going to let the ones I'm no longer interested in know, like I'm going in another direction. Just wanted to let you know, I really appreciate your work. It's beautiful. We're doing something else. And, you know, I'll send a nice little email and that's it. Like tie a ribbon on it and we move on. If every client did that with me that didn't want to book with me, I would feel so good. (laughs) But, you know, just the like no response silence stinks. So it's for sure happening. Um, I would say the best thing you could do right now, if you're worried, is speak to those clients concerns. Like, Why do you think you're getting ghosted? Do you think it's your pricing? Do you think that they don't value the investment in photos? Like speak to that worry with your clients and ease their worry. I think you can do that in your social media feeds. I think you can do that in newsletter emails to your subscribers. Um, Speak to why it's important to you, the value you see in it. Um, You know, if you really feel like it's super bad, you can possibly offer discounts and just say, and they don't need to know why. You could just say like, it's the holiday season and I'm just, you know, really want everyone to be able to have a session no matter the stage of life you're in. I've had photographers who I follow and admire who are just like a pay what you can session. They're like, you could pay 50 bucks or you could pay 500. Like, I just want you to have pictures this year and you'll still be able to invest the same amount of energy into the client who pays 50 and the client who pays 500 um, because they deserve the same service if that's what you're saying to them. But for me personally, when I have a quieter season in the year, it's just a season in the year and that things are going to change. And every year is a little bit different from the next. So in a quieter season, I love for myself and for my business to do a style shoot just for me. Like I will find a model, I will figure it out and I will let my creative juices flow. And it's so freeing to be in a session when I can tell my client slash model Like this is going to feel a little bit different than a normal session because I'm going to stop a lot and like really decide, like I'm going to push my boundaries and so that's not going to come naturally to me. I'm not going to like be pumping out poses and and doing things fast because I want to challenge myself. I'm going to do things in different light. I'm going to try different poses. It might feel awkward. It might not work, but we're going to do it together because we're going to have some fun together. It's a styled shoot. Love doing that in a slow season. And then still seeing you post. And you're excited about new work and you're motivated. So I love doing styled shoots in a a quieter season. I think that if you're getting ghosted by your ideal clients, I think it's really important to type out, and this can be boring work sometimes for photographers and creatives, but to write out your ideal client avatar in in the industry, we call it an ICA, um, to really know like who your client is. Like I really... I had a mentor make me do this one time and I was just like, oh, I don't want to do this work. This is like homework, but I did it. And she, my mentor wanted me to say like, who is your client? What does she do? She wakes up in the morning and what does her day look like? Like I have to type out her whole day. Like, what is she doing? Who is she? Where is she shopping? What is she doing for lunch? Like, does she have kids? Is she a businesswoman? Like all of the things, what does her house look like? What is she driving? Like, I need to know who she is so that I can serve her. Um, and market to her because if my marketing, even visually isn't appealing to that ICA, she's not going to stop her scroll to know what's going on in my business or what my offerings are. So that changed my business a little bit when I was more honed in on my ICA. 
and then pour into each inquiry, just like, like they are your only person and show them so much love and attention. Um, when people feel seen, they want to stay with you. So that helps with the ghosting. It's not, you know, ghost proof, but it helps. <laughs> and then my last piece of advice is just give yourself grace. Like ghosted you, like it could have been your pricing. It could have been, they had a family emergency and they were just like, yikes, I can't fit this into life right now. Maybe a family book session and then the husband and wife are in a really challenging season. And they're like, we can barely be in the same room, let alone pretend to be all lovey-dovey in a family session. I don't, they don't need to explain that to me. All of us, none of us are immune. It can happen to all of us. So like, you can think life is great and easy and I'm booking a session. And then the next day you're like, I cannot do that anymore or something has changed. So it's not always about the photographer, your work, your pricing. Life is happening for everybody. So just give yourself grace, give your clients grace. That's what I think about when I think about ghosting, because I'm always like, this isn't about me. It's something else because it happens every day. If I have five inquiries a day, someone's going to ghost me. No, I love that you mentioned that so much. And like, just to recap, I love that you're being really, really proactive about getting your creative juices flowing with a styled shoot, right? And that's, for me, that's always been my advice when bookings are slow is like, you need to still show up online. Like you need to show that you're still in demand and you're not lying. You're not like pretending that you're at a photo shoot or these things, right? That aren't real. But when you are showing past work, when you're showing that you're in demand and you're showing like, hey, like I'm actually out here doing what I love. I'm ready when you are like, I'm here. I'm still alive because if we're not, if we're not top of mind, when they are ready to start booking a photographer, they're going to go to someone else. Right. Which is great if that's, if they're not our client, but definitely being really proactive and getting your creative juices flowing, like And I always share this too, not only with family um, style shoots and maternity style shoots, but weddings as well. People will only want to book something they've seen. I think like a lot of times, a lot of photographers and a lot of creatives, we have those types of brains. (laughs) And I, I don't mean any disrespect to anybody that doesn't think like us, of course, but like we have those types of brains that we can picture something, right? Like we can actually see it come to life just like pulling things out of thin air. Most people in our society and in our like our neighbors and our friends, like they can't see what we see. So they have to see it on a Pinterest pin or they have to see it on one of our Insta stories or they have to see it on our website to think, oh yeah, like this is worth it for me to do this. So they want to recreate it. So definitely being proactive about getting those ideas out there and Uh, I just love all your advice about being ghosted, knowing it's not always about you. Like life is happening around us and just giving not only ourselves grace, but also our clients. I think that's beautiful. Well, one thing I noticed while I was getting ready and preparing for this conversation on your website, Christine, you have a buttload of like the most gorgeous like photos of yourself, like headshots, content photos. And so I would love for you to please share why it's so important for us as photographers and business owners in general to actually get in front of the camera. Yeah, totally. Um, It's so important for so many reasons. First of all, I never want to tell my clients to do something I haven't done myself. So if I'm like, be comfortable, be confident, like relax, trust me. If I haven't done that myself with another photographer, like what, who, what am I doing? Like, I need to know what it feels like on the other side. And as soon as you step on the other side of that lens, you immediately are like, oh yeah, this is like, nerve wracking a little bit, but it's also really helpful to know the things that help me let go, um, on the other side of the lens. And then I can share that with my clients too. So for sure, like kind of being in their shoes is super helpful. And when you're a creative business owner, when you're a small business owner, like we said earlier, there are thousands of photographers, like in my own city, (laughs) that are competing with me. So what makes me different than the photographer down the street? Why is someone going to pick me and book with me? It's because they want me and they know me. And the only reason they're going to know me is when I put myself out there. They need to see my face in photos. They need to see me in videos. They need to hear my voice. They want to know what it's like to be around me. And then they're going to want to do that. So 
you are your brand now. Like that's just kind of how it works. Um, photography can be such an intimate thing. And I mean, in all stages, I think about like maternity sessions. If we go like very nude or in a newborn session, when you have a brand new baby and you're like trusting someone else to hold them and position them and do things with them. Um, and again, when you're with your growing family and you just want that like perfect shot that encapsulates that season of life, you're really trusting someone. And so they want to get to know you. So having brand images that really convey your personality, having behind the scenes videos that really convey the experience they get when they're with you. I mean, those things are so critical, um, to just like building your brand and building trust with potential clients and the clients that exist, like they love getting to know you. Yes. Yes. And if anyone's listening, thinking, oh, like I don't want to either invest in myself or I don't want to get in front of the camera. Like, I feel like you totally hit the nail on the head with this one because people ultimately need to see you. They need to trust you. And when that only happens really when they see your face and they hear your voice. And I think sometimes as photographers, we can easily hide behind our beautiful, pretty images and kind of use that like, oh, pick me because of this beautiful photo. Instead, typically, I don't even get a lot of likes and engagement on those like gorgeous photos. Like I get more engagement when I'm cooking in the kitchen with Faith, my dog, right? Like, it's just so silly to me that like, that's what people want to see. So people are nosy. They want to see. And I even know this, for example, too, when I'm looking for either businesses to work with, collaborate with, or other photographers to hire, if I have to scroll on their Instagram for like, you know, a couple scrolls, 15, 20, 30 photos down to even see one photo. I don't know. It's like, don't make me dig to see what you look like. Like I want to see a quick, oh, there she is, or there he is and feel that connection right away. Absolutely. I feel the same way. I can't, I can't even, there are so many times I'm scrolling on Instagram and I become very intrigued with someone's bit, trying to find them in their feed. And I can't tell who, like if it's them or if it's a client, I'm like, come on, show me who you are. Yes. Yes. I feel like every photographer needs to have a picture in their top nine. That's like them with a camera. Like this is it. Like I'm the photographer. Yes. (laughs) This is what I do. This is who I am. And oh my gosh, I love that so much. Well, thank you so much, Christine. Before we close out, I love asking all of my favorite friends and all of my guests. I love asking them, what key tip do you have to share today? What's one thing that you wish you knew sooner? Um, We kind of touched on it already, but I would say investing in yourself and in your business. I mean, again, for me, it was such a huge like turning point in my craft and in my bookings and in my ideal clients, all of those things started coming to me as soon as I started investing in myself. And it's exactly when I started making industry friends and it can be really lonely, um, you know, working on your own and there's so much self-doubt in, in a creative business. Um, it's, I mean, it's priceless, honestly. And again, as soon as I invested is when I started seeing growth and change in my business. And it's funny because we both said like, in the beginning, when you first invest, you're like, oh gosh, can I afford this? And so I would tell myself, okay, if I buy this course, I can get my money back in three sessions. Like that used to be my mentality. Right. Like, okay, three sessions, what I charge for three sessions will pay for this course. <laughs> so I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna work really hard to get three sessions to pay for this course. And then I would book so much after that. And then I was able to like raise my prices and all these things change. And so now when I go to invest in something, I'm like, oh, that's only like a half a session. That's not even a full session. I can buy that course or I can, you know, um, whatever it is, work in that mentorship or it's kind of a no brainer. And even this last year, when I invested in my um, education mentor to help me get my course launched, it was huge. It was a five figure investment. And I was scared because it was like another level up. And I was like, okay, that's a couple of sessions. That's not just one session now. So um, it was scary. But again, I knew like I was going to learn, I was going to grow and it was going to come back to me. I just needed to have faith and put in the work. So definitely investing in yourself and your business. The sooner you do that, the sooner you're going to grow. I wish I knew that earlier because I spent a lot of time, wasted time, kind of trying to dig again, like I said, through the weeds to figure it out on my own, which you can do, but like, there is a cost to it. You are exchanging that financial um, investment for your time. 
and there's no way to get your time back. I can make more money, but I can't get my time back. So for me, the no brainer now. I love that. And I love how you mentioned photographer math because it's that's real, real for us, right? Where you're like, oh, that's only a couple of photo sessions. Or I remember doing wedding math thinking, oh gosh, that's expensive, but that's only four weddings. I think I can swing that this year, right? Like (laughs) it's just like, you just make it work. And I love that so much. Yay. Well, thank you so much, Christine. I appreciate you. And I feel like you are once again, just a wealth of knowledge. So how can we connect with you? I'm sure a couple people here today are like, how do I become BFFs with you? Let's connect. And we may be interested in your course. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, totally. So, um, like most, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Christine Deaton creative. Um, my website is is Uh Christine with a C-H. And my course is just christinedeatoncreative.com backslash course. So you can learn all about my presets, my editing course there. Um, but if you just go to my main website, you'll be able to find your way, navigate to both my education page that talks about my mentoring and talks about the course. I have some freebies on there for, I have like a free preset on there. Um, I have free in-camera settings tutorial that I use. So you can check it all out there. And then on Instagram, I have been a little bit quiet lately only because it's our busy season, but when I'm not as busy, I love to throw up little tutorials. Um, I'm in my stories all the time, just talking about business or talking about life. Um, like we said, we all want to just like connect with one another. So I'll talk about family life sometimes and, um, sharing my latest work. Amazing. Thank you so much, Christine. I'm just so grateful for you. I really do feel like you dropped. Thank you. You dropped so many good mic drop moments. So thank you. Oh, <laughs> of course. And I have to say, like your um followers don't know this, but I'm just going to share our quick little story. So you totally saved my butt during COVID. I had a family session scheduled and I want to say it was like right after Christmas. It was like before New Year's, right after Christmas. So they yes. didn't want it for a card. Yeah, it was like one of but those, they just like, like their kids, their, their grown kids were in town for the holidays and I ended up getting COVID and it was like the winter of 21, 2021, I want to say. So yeah. like COVID was still very much like you cannot go out. Like it was. Yes. So anyways, I was like panicking, like, what am I going to do? This client's booked. They've already paid all this stuff. And I found out like, I don't even know, 72 hours before the session that I was positive and you, I called you and I was like, would you mind shooting it? And I'll still edit and do all the things. And you totally saved my butt and did it. You drove all the way up here, which I know wasn't a short drive um, to the location I had for them and did a beautiful session. And I'm just always, so I think about that all the time. Like, I'm like, who is on my short list of people I could call? And you're totally there. I like totally trusted you and you were amazing and so sweet. And the family emailed me right away after their session and said how amazing you were. So Aw, thank you like, so much. It always means so much to me. You're such a great friend to have, and I'm so grateful for you. And I love having another industry bestie. I learned so much from you. I can't wait to be in front of your camera soon. So yeah, you're amazing. Oh my gosh, thank you. I appreciate that. You guys, I didn't even ask her to say that. <laughs> thank you so much, Christine. And this is- No, the- no, you didn't. I just love that story. I'm just like- Yes. Well, and this is the power of connection, right? Like literally that was one of the first things that you shared about growing your business is finding friends fast and making these connections so we can lean on each other, learn from each other. And when we each grow, we all grow. Like as we get better, we can all raise our prices, right? Like it's just, it's just how it works. So thank you. Yeah. And I've totally learned like, I don't care how many people you will, there will be clients who want you. So don't worry about it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I appreciate you so much. I Mm. hope you have a beautiful day and cannot wait to see you soon. We're going to go line dancing soon. (laughs) Yes, let's do it. Oh my gosh. I love it. Thank you so much for this. You have a great day too. Thank you. Oh, wow. I love that conversation. And I'm so thankful you joined our chat as well. I hope you found this episode inspiring and insightful. This is your sign to evaluate why you got in business in the first place and truly what you love photographing. The beauty of our cameras and laptops allow us to create businesses doing whatever sets our soul on fire. Whatever you decide to pursue, please give it your all, your whole heart, your biggest efforts and focused time. Your Christine is out there, babe. You can find her crouched near a cactus during a beautiful, gorgeous Arizona sunset 
She is booking maternity and newborn sessions in gorgeous natural light studios. Your Christine loves to travel, enjoys line dancing, and attending workshops and conferences. She's your mentor, your friend, and the mama you're going to want on speed dial as your babies grow. We're cheering for you, babe. If you like this episode, you'll love episode number 118, The Gift of Branding and Real Estate Photography with Megan Williamson. Number 107, Creating Boundaries for Abundance with Jessica Whitaker. And episode number 101, Pursuing Your Dreams with Celebrity Photographer Katie Levine. These episodes are super, super rich in content and strategy and life experiences and really fun stories that will help you truly believe that you are worthy of your dreams because we are literally just one connection, one friendship one phone call, one event away from meeting the one person that can literally change our life forever. It's my passion to bring this podcast to life, to share business opportunities, success stories, relatable life experiences, and to introduce you to my real life friends. It's now my mission to share it. If you enjoyed this conversation, please rate and review. It only takes two minutes and impacts the reach of Keanu Marie Weekly tremendously. I appreciate your listenership and friendship beyond measure. Thank you so much for taking the time to rate and review. Wishing you a beautiful week full of opportunities, connections, and productivity. Don't forget to soak up some sunshine and get your steps in. Every day, we're one step closer to living our wildest dreams. Can't wait to catch up next week. Okay, love you. Bye. That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.